1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Teacher Talking Time podcast for language learners. This is the Cult of Learning. For those of you who are new to this series, the aim of this is to really encourage human beings to find and pursue what they are passionate about when they're learning a foreign language. And that doesn't really mean that it's only related to foreign languages, but it's also related to becoming a better human being. So the Cult of Learning series are basically episodes for people who are learners, lifelong learners of languages, of new things, of of new ideas. And in these episodes, we basically talk about tools, we talk about strategies that you can use when you are learning, and we also try to provide opportunities for better listening for those of you who are trying to improve your listening skills in a foreign language in this case in English and of course today I'm here joined by my good friend Mike. Mike how's it going man?
0: It's all good man it's all good it's December I'm pumped ready to start the new year ready to start thinking Leo about the things I want to change and the person I want to be in Mm. the new year which kind of has me excited yeah.
1: Yeah well today I was thinking we could talk a little bit about that because I didn't really have a very specific um, show notes. I don't have specific show notes for our episode today. But one of the things that I was thinking, based on what you have just said, like preparing yourself for the new year, and we kind of do this every year with our podcast episodes, what I was thinking we could do is we could eventually, perhaps today, talk a little bit about fear. How can Mm. we overcome the fear? And this fear that I'm specifically talking about, Mike is the fear that is killing our potential, that is killing your potential.
0: Mm. Okay? Right, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because when you say fear, I think fears, right? So for all you language experts out there, fear is the uncountable, the omnipresent, or fears as individual aspects, these things. Oh, I'm scared of this, that, and the other thing, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. So I thought that maybe today we could start their episode and just kind of like really go on and talk about how we can overcome the fear that is killing our potential, that is killing your potential. So welcome to another episode of Teacher Talking Time. And this is exactly what we're going to be doing today. I studied English in a classroom for years, but felt I was not improving and not having fun either. I did not know how to learn a language. Then I found the Learn Your English online membership. My name is Victor and I am an LYE member. This membership is for people who are passionate about learning English in their own way. These are not classes. This is learning outside of the classroom. We learn by participating in activities just for us, effective and fun. The special thing about the community is that the teachers will do anything they can to find the best way for you to learn. In my case, it has been through philosophy, psychology, and life in general. Head over to the Learn Your English website for all the details. That is, learnyourenglish.com. Ready to take control of your learning? Join me today in the Learn Your English student community. Hi guys, my name is Ethan from Korea. You are listening to Teacher Talking Time and the Learn Your English podcast. 안녕하세요. 제 이름은 에단이고요. 한국 물론 한국인입니다. 지금 여러분은 Teacher Talking Time, the Learn Your English podcast를 듣고 계십니다. So here we are. Today, Mike, we're going to be talking about overcoming the fear that is killing your potential. Mike, the reality is very simple, and not just you and everyone else who is listening. We are afraid. We know what we want to do. We know what we could do, and we know what we should do. Sometimes it's an idea for a new business. Sometimes it's dropping out of school and maybe trying something different. Maybe it's telling someone how you feel. Maybe it's learning a new language. Maybe it's trying something radically different, but I don't know if you're going to agree with me, Mike, something always gets in the way. And what is it? What is that thing for you?
0: Oh, there's always something, right? <laughs> there's always something. Um, and I wonder where this comes from, but I think, well, I think I know where it comes from. But uh, but, for me and for a lot of people, especially in this era of social media, I think it's the fear of what other people think or Interesting. will think.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: the voice, basically. It's the voice
1: in our head. It's the voice of other people inside your head.
0: <laughs> even though other people would probably support us. It's still- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even people, Mike, telling you that your idea is crazy that the odds are slim, you know, that people like us to do things like this, but not like that. And all of this has a cost because it creates apprehension. It creates uncertainty, um, expectations, fear of surprise, all of these things, all of these things. But I think, Mike, it's important for us to say as we are wrapping up the year that Greatness is impossible without taking risks, without leaping into uncertainty, and more importantly, without overcoming fear. Can you name, Mike, one good thing in your life that did not require at least a few hard seconds of courage and bravery in your life?
0: Oh, gosh, no, nothing, nothing's automatic, right? Yeah, nothing. I think almost every decision i've made aside from something that's just kind of automatic course of habit i think almost every major decision or decision that could impact my happiness or well-being has always had some sort of fear there attached to it right mm-hmm. if it's say going even going to the doctors right like it's like <laughs> oh the fear that i might get bad news right yeah or um giving up drinking right oh the fear that i might go back and be tempted and start drinking again right <laughs> um no no i mean these That's are true. these are real That's things that, that people yeah. face right yeah so um going to korea teaching for the first time uh, mm-hmm. the fear of um that that i'd i'd be in a foreign country not knowing my way around the fear of actually mm-hmm. just becoming an english teacher and yeah and uh, not knowing if i'd be good at it i think yeah i think um if I look back at all of the decisions that I think kind of influenced the trajectory or direction of my life, um, yeah, it could have been really suffocating if I'd given in and I would have been a totally different person as a result.
1: Yeah. 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 you? No, I was just thinking like I was thinking about um, everything that I have accomplished in my life (laughs) has come through overcoming fear. I don't think 100%. And I think if we want to be great, if we wish to grow, if we wish to realize our potential, I think one of the most important things we really need to learn is how to conquer fear or at least rise above it in those moments that really matter. Because you have probably experienced this. There were moments in your life, not just your whole life, but there were moments where you had to rise above fear and do the thing that was considered difficult. For me, was, for example, when we quit, when I quit that university job, for example, or when we decided to change the direction of our company, or, or when you applied for your PhD or when you submitted an application, you always had that voice inside your head telling you, oh, I don't think you can do this. Oh, this is way beyond your comfort zone. But you had to conquer
0: that, right? Sure. So, so what is it then within us that helped us conquer that? And I know, I, 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 and maybe we're going to finish off with this, but I, I think that when I did all those things, and when you did your things, Leo, you probably had this inherent self-belief, right? Mm-hmm. That, you, that you would be successful, even not right away, that, that some, at some point down the road, um, as long as you put in the effort that you would be successful right and that it would it would work out and mm-hmm. for some things like the direction of the company for example we're still waiting to see mm-hmm. but but we we are confident that we are good workers that we care about other people mm-hmm. that we mean well so we're confident that as a company that we're going to continue to be successful because of those things yeah but i think it's um i guess the point i'm trying to make is that in many ways you kind of over time condition yourself to kind of exactly with fear I
1: think that's the best word to describe it you can it's if you condition yourself to you kind of like learn how to deal with with fear and and the more the better you get at conditioning yourself because I think it's very much like a muscle that you kind of train yourself and I think a lot of people are paralyzed by fear I, I think that I'd like to think that you and I and, and Andrew and, and us as a company and as, as people, I think we have become, throughout the last maybe two years, three years, we have kind of conditioned ourselves to getting a little closer to reach our own potential because we have learned to handle fear. And what we would like to do in, this, in today's episode, because we are about to start a new year, and it's usually a moment of reflection for a lot of people, I thought that today we could talk about maybe three strategies that we could use to, um, um, to overcome the fear that is killing your potential, that is killing our potential. And the first one, Mike, it's something that I've, I think we've talked about this in one of our episodes, and I don't remember which episode, because this is our second year of the cult of learning. But mm-hmm. one of the most important ones is it's, it's uh, defeating fear With logic
0: Hmm.
1: and i'm gonna use here um i don't know if you're familiar with this but in groups of people who are sober in sobriety circles they use an acronym fear which stands for false evidence appearing real oh interesting okay because that's what fear is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. false impressions that feel real that 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 look real and The moment you learn to break fear down logically and get to the root of it and explain it and tell yourself, you realize that it's... Is that something that I really needed to be afraid of? Like, Mm oh, it's just money. Oh, it's just a bad article that I wrote. Oh, it's just a meeting with people (laughs) yelling at one another. (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I think that's quite interesting, actually. I have a small anecdote, like uh, mm. um, yeah, so so I recently stopped drinking.'s it's been It's been a couple of months now. And, How do you uh, feel? I feel?: I feel great. But but one of my fears, Leo, when I first started to um, first started the process, this journey, was that I wouldn't have fun, uh, that I wouldn't be able to uh, put on a queen concert on a Friday afternoon without cracking a beer right <laughs> no like right and that was my fear and then uh, a couple of days ago i um i was cleaning the house and i was like you know what i feel like i feel like listening to some queen right the 1986 wembley concert they still oh, have it on YouTube. They haven't YouTube. haven't taken. it was down for a while but it's back up there now and uh and yeah i kind of started getting down in my living room right and i thought <laughs> you know what i'm actually more in the present i'm actually enjoying the music a little bit more because i'm not thinking about oh how much is how much beer is left in my glass or mm-hmm. how much beer is left in the fridge uh, um am i gonna feel all right tomorrow i was yeah. able to just enjoy the moment and that's the amazing music. and uh that was a real wake-up call for me because i think um the, the 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 fear and this vision of me being miserable on a friday afternoon or not being able to enjoy, appeared very real in my brain. But actually, huh. the real reality was that you, I actually enjoyed the music a lot more because I was more in the moment, more present. Yeah.
1: I think that's, that's, the, that's beautiful. I'm very happy to hear that, um, especially because it's a distraction. If you think about it, it distracts you from enjoying that moment 100%. Mm -hmm. um and i think that's kind of what what fear is fear is a distraction too and i think it was seneca who basically said that there are more things in life that are going to scare us than there are things that is going to crush us and he basically (laughs) said that we suffer more in imagination than in reality
0: right right that's well i mean that's the whole idea around worrying right
1: Yeah, yeah yeah and the moment you break it down you really take a hard look at the facts, you investigate, you put them to the test, only then you can really see that fear is really not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the logic, the whole point with logic is to, as you said, you, you break it down, you actually can then start to identify the steps that, there, that are involved right, in overcoming or, or achieving that thing that you want to achieve. Which, again, goes back to what we said in earlier podcast episodes of don't just start off with a a big goal. You need to break it down into steps. And yes, having a logical approach um, helps that because you now have a a process, right? First, I need to do this then I need to do this. And then if you have the confidence like, oh, I can do that first step because I've done that in the past. I can do that next step because, again, I've done that in the past. Oh, I might need help with that third step. But mm-hmm. That's where I think maybe another strategy comes into play.
1: Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting, eh? So that's the first one, then, Mike. Defeat fear with logic. So whatever it is that you are afraid of doing, and you're not, you don't think you can do it, break it down. You know, look at those false impressions. You know, go to the root of it. Try to explain it to yourself. Tell yourself what is this thing that I'm scared of. And this level of self-awareness, I think, is really important. Um. For you and I'm actually really happy to hear that that's a that's a fascinating story um, Yeah.
0: well it's um it's it's still early but um but i'm you know i've i've applied listen people we practice what we preach here right so I've changed the way I talk about my life so I don't say I quit drinking I say i don't drink yeah it's, all, it's <laughs> never been a part of my life because I, right. I don't, nobody likes a quitter right that's i think right. Uh, I think the weekend said that when he uh he changed yeah. his habits nobody likes yeah. a quitter but the truth is, is that, um, no, in certain, listen, if you, if you want to change your life, um, this is the whole point of this podcast episode, right? If you want to change your life, at some point you have to make the decision and go yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, and there might be failure along the way, but you can still, what do you say, Leo? You can still keep casting that vote, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all about, yeah, exactly. Every action that you're taking is a vote for that kind of person that you're trying to become. I don't think one single instance will transform your beliefs and your identity. Like, oh, I didn't drink today. That's not going to change your beliefs. That's not going to change your identity. It's the everyday action, right? As the votes build up, so does the evidence of your new identity. So I think it's really important to to do that. So I think that's a very important lesson for us. And I think we are constantly trying to apply that um, in our lives. And I think anyone else who is listening should eventually... Um, also think about that um, there's going to be failure and i said this in one another podcast that we we i think it was the one we recorded yesterday um, it's what's more really what's really important mike is not knowing the destination it's knowing the direction you right. know the direction so you can make it's easier for you to make the next choice because you know the direction the destination is kind of like a a, a question mark at this point right
0: that's right. Which
1: which brings me to the second point now, Mike. The second point, the second um, strategy or hack that we can use here to um, help people overcome the fear that is killing their potential, I think it's related to what you said earlier. It's blocking out other people's opinions. Okay. That's a good one, right? Because if you think about it, everything that is new, everything that is impressive, everything that is right, everything that was done, Um, with a little bit of innovation was done over a lot of objections of the status quo. Oh, this is not going to work out. This is not good. This is bad. People are always going to say something. And I was listening to a podcast recently with a guy. He's a rapper. I think his name is Logic. Interesting. We talked about Logic in the first one, and his name is Logic. But he said that every time he puts out a new album, the haters come out in, in, in droves. You know, um, he put out his first album. They wanted him to sound like his mixtapes. When he put out his second album, people say, "Oh, it should sound like your first album." When he put out his third album, they're like, "Oh, we wanted to be more like your second album." Like people just love hating, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you've dealt with that in your life as well.
0: Yeah, sure. And I think. Well, I mean, maybe hates hates strong. I know, I know what you're saying. Haters, I mean, haters. That's us call them haters. Yeah. Haters. Yeah. yeah, haters and doubters. No, I think, I think, um, uh, I'm. You know, we 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 uh as a company, we've we've talked a little bit about this as you know, in terms of our own direction, right? Like, it's important to keep moving forward, but you want to have a critical eye as mm-hmm. well, though, to to make sure that you're you're sticking to your values or you're you're staying on that you're following that direction to that destination um but you also want to be a little bit critical and self-critical and you want critical feedback the the issue with this topic today though is that you don't want to dwell on it yeah right and there's a difference between helpful feedback and the type of abuse that really you're describing right mm-hmm. where people um Force uh, their opinions on you. Now, this also actually reminds me of something else that um, I heard Warren Buffett say once, and mm. that was, uh, if you want to be successful, like really successful, to the point where you're happy, you're you have great well-being, financial success, then you need to start surrounding yourself with people who are also driven by those same values. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time. Um, certainly, on social media and in other parts of our lives, that it, we tend to put ourselves in in, in communities and, and environments where we open ourselves up to criticism from people who don't share the, our worldviews. Now, I'm not saying they have to agree or disagree with you, because again, I think we all need critical friends. But but I think that what Warren Buffett's trying to say is that that you need to surround yourself with other people who are going through the same situation as you are Mm -hmm. because they're going to be there to push you along and give you feedback even if it is negative feedback that is meant to help you continue Mm -hmm. on that direction that path right so um i think a lot of this is you know sometimes you just have to remove yourself from certain communities certainly you and i have from certain um social media platforms and uh, not because of um any malicious reason or whatsoever it's just that um we want to live a certain way and and as as warren buffett would say when if you want to live that way then you need to surround yourself with other people who yeah. also share that vision because that's where you're going to get some momentum when when times do get tough
1: you know? yeah yeah no, i'm also reminded of a quote by cicero or cicero or i don't know how to pronounce the italian name sempre avanti
0: <laughs> but Cicero,
1: Cicero always wrote. He he wrote in uh, in one of his books. He was talking about haters, and he basically said, "Let you should always let other people worry over what they will say about you, because they will say it anyway. Okay. They will always yeah. say those things. So don't value the opinion of these faceless, um, unaccountable strangers ab- above your own considered judgment." Which kind of connects to what you said, Mike, because. When you're getting feedback, one of the things I always, when I ask people for feedback, I'm always asking for feedback from people that I respect, people that are on the same path, on the same journey as I am. I'm not going to, like if a a stranger comes and criticizes a post or an episode of a podcast, and I don't even know this person, I'm not going to take that into consideration. But if it's it's feedback coming from, I don't know, uh, for example, our friend Mariah, or if it's coming from Thornbury, or if it's coming from you, or if it's coming from, um, I don't know, uh, a teacher that is in our community, I think that has a lot more value than feedback from a stranger that, you've, that, that you don't know, that, that as, as Cicero said, that faceless stranger, right?
0: Yeah, and I think that's it. I, I don't think we're recommending an echo chamber where, where people are regurgitating what you mm-hmm. want to hear. I think uh, we only get better by receiving critical feedback that is mm-hmm. constructive right yeah um, i think what leo's trying to get at and what we're really trying to hone in on is this idea of um worrying about what others think and say can be paralyzing right yeah it can really hold you back and yeah. i'll give you another example i mean it's funny just to stay on the topic of drinking i um i was always scared to give up drinking because i thought well well if i go home to my friends then <laughs> then then they're gonna they're gonna offer me a drink, and then I won't drink, and they'll be like, "Oh, you changed," and everything. So, anyways, I went home this summer, first time in two years, and it was awesome because actually, I mean, it wasn't awesome because I I don't think I I I uh, I I, I, I changed. I, I didn't at that stage. I was still drinking, mm. um, which is fine. But at that stage, I was still drinking. But I went back, and it turns out that um, <laughs> most of my friends, all of my family. None Uh, of my family, I guess. And most of my friends don't drink anymore. So all of these fears I had about how people would eh? judge me all meant nothing, right? Like you said, the logic, if I focused on the logic. And then it's funny because clearly my friends didn't care what I thought either about them not giving up drinking because they knew they had to do it because it was the right thing for them to do to reduce their drinking or stop altogether. So, um, And they they have no regrets. So it was just interesting on, on how... Both levels, the logic and the illogic, and yeah. the and the whole um fear of what others will think and say, uh, yeah, both held me back from quitting earlier. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could have started this that's process true a long time ago. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. So the, there you go, folks. That's a great case of me giving control over my own well-being to exactly external factors.
1: Exactly, right? which brings us to the to the number to number three or the last one. But I'm going to try to to do number three and add a bonus because I like as you were speaking, I was immediately um, connected to another idea that I was thinking about when it comes to fear. So the third one, Mike, is defining defining your fears related to what you were saying because normally, I don't know if you're going to agree with me, but normally what we fear is something that we do not exactly know. We never actually spend the time. Defining what worries us. Our fears, most of the time, are not concrete. They're very much like they're shadows. They're, as you said, they're illusions. Mm. They are, they're refractions, you know? So I, I find that, you know, defining, articulating all your nightmares, all your anxieties, all your doubts, all those things that hold you back is extremely important in learning to let go of your fear, right? Um, and i don't know if you remember this but again we talk a lot about philosophy here but seneca wrote a lot about something called premeditatio malorum which is basically the premeditation of all evils which basically translates to fear setting define your fears what are you afraid of i'm afraid that this is going to happen i'm afraid that this could happen and once you know and once you write it down and i find this to If you write down the things that you are afraid of, and then you break them down, which goes back to step one, I think you eventually realize that fear is so vague most of the time. It's such a weird feeling or emotion that we deal with. And as you said, Mike, even vague fear is enough to stop you. And the more you explore this fear, the less power it's going to have over us. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say fear is vague, but it's also quite, um, quite temporary, isn't it? Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like, like uh, a case in point might be like um, my mom. My mom a while ago she said, um, you know, if you, if you if you have if you're worried about something, write it down on a piece of paper mm. and put it under your pillow, and then don't don't forget about it. Then look oh, under your pillow so in a couple. Look under your pillow in a couple weeks, and see if you're still worried about that one thing. Nine times out of 10, you you aren't because it's very much situated in a specific context, an event, um, something that was really bothering you that one day, um, something you were nervous about, a deadline or something like that. And I like what you're saying with fear, because in writing those fears down, because as you're writing those fears down, it might kind of trigger something, a memory where, you know what, I was scared about that when I was Registering for university, but that worked out all right. Yeah. I was scared about that when I was thinking about leaving my university job to do my PhD full time, but but that worked out. So mm-hmm. so maybe it's just the same kind of habit or, or fear that kind of keeps emerging. And knowing that you've overcome that fear in the past, um again, helps you get through and overcome it and confront yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So that's why this is why I think it's important to define your fears, write them down, and then go back to number one, right? Go back to... Um, is this uh, logical or illogical? Is, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the last one, the bonus ones, the bonus um, um, tip on how we can overcome our fear, um, which is also related to this because it's basically what you just said, Mike. Focusing on, on what is on the other side of fear, we never we always focus on what is stopping us, but we never focus on okay if I overcome this, what's gonna happen in my life? So we should like we should not worry so much about whether things are gonna be hard because they will be. We shouldn't <laughs> exactly. worry. They exactly. will be. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You said you have to focus on the fact that doing these things will actually help you. This is why you should not fear them. Because, and I don't remember who said this, it was probably another philosopher that I was reading, but he basically said, all of our bruises, all of our scars become part of our armor. All of our struggles, eventually, like what you're telling me, this story about not drinking, all of these struggles become experience, you know? And they make you better, they make us better. They prepared us for this moment, just as this moment will prepare us for what lies ahead for us in 2022 right
0: that's right and and remember life like you know not to sound cliche but life is a journey right yeah like leo you recently made some changes professionally and you were saying yesterday that you don't even recognize yourself you don't recognize the person you were three to six months ago right so so change is not always about this destination it's not about making x amount of dollars it's not about getting the a phd certificate or a diploma it's it's about change and evolving yeah. evolving becoming a different person uh, refining yourself as you go yeah. through life and and with every decision we've made in the past there's always a silver lining right mm-hmm. so if there is this struggle put in the work you'll get over it you know you'll develop systems that's what we've we've talked about tons of times on this podcast series right you will develop systems and you will overcome these things. Yeah. And, then, and, and then at a set, certain period of time, you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, I did it. And, and I'm, maybe I'm not at that destination I had in mind, but the direction is the correct one, right? Yeah. And I'm on the right track and I'm developing, I'm changing, I'm evolving as a human.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because you say that and we've always made analogies with, with um, learning and being an athlete. We've talked many, many, many times about that. Uh, I think athletes have the best mindset because they know that what makes victory taste so sweet is the process yeah
0: the
1: the, the 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 the- they might win the medal, but they know that once they win the medal, they're gonna have to keep working. And we all know this. nothing is easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. and if everyone did it how valuable would it be to get a gold medal in the Olympics, for example? The whole point, and this is the thing that is important in terms of mindset, the whole point is that it's supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be easy.
0: Well, well not just that. You're also you're, 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 you're conditioning yourself to be a type of person, right? So mm-hmm. it's no wonder what those people that win these gold medals, as soon as they win the gold medal, they say that they're going to retire from the sport. They're miserable. They, they want yeah. to get back and do stuff. They want to, they want to stay involved. They want to, they want to yeah. have new challenges and take on more responsibility, yeah. which, which brings them to that next stage. I mean, you think of athletes that have transitioned into, into Hollywood, that have transitioned into Hollywood, then business, that have transitioned into Hollywood and business, then, then then ownership or, or politics. Right? Yeah. So it's uh You know, this show, this podcast, Leo, you touched on earlier, is not about getting to a point. It's about becoming a different person, a type of person that is always moving forward, right? And is always always in search of the next stage right yeah and that next challenge yeah. yeah and not being fearful of it but recognizing that fear exists but yeah overcoming it as we're discussing today
1: well it's like what you said the athlete what an athlete knows he knows exactly what a hard workout is going to give them stronger muscles and you know that taking risks is going to give you all of that experience all of all of the, the the bruises and the scars that will eventually become part of your of your armor. So. That's basically it. Um, The easiest way for you to overcome, but but there's no easy way, of course, but the best way for you to overcome the fear that is killing your potential, Mike, is by doing those things, defeating it with logic, right? Blocking out other people's opinions, Um, defining the fear or your fears, plural, and focusing on what is on the other side Um, of, of, Of fear. I think that's it. And whatever it is that you're going to try to do in 2022 or whoever it is you dream of becoming, I am very sure, and Mike and I are both sure, that there will be so many, many reasons why this will feel like the wrong thing to do. It will always feel like that. There will be incredible pressure to put these thoughts, this need out of your mind And this is what we all went through. I went through this. You went through this. We ignore these callings so many times. But you know what? This is the thing about fear. Fear will make itself felt. It always does. The question you have to ask yourself at the end of the day is, will you let it prevent you from answering that call? Or will you leave the phone ringing for another six months, for another year? Or... Will you get yourself an inch closer and closer? Will you, you know, still yourself, prepare yourself until you're ready to do what you were put here in this world to do? And this is kind of what we are trying to do with this podcast, as you said, Mike. It's more of a mindset podcast, and we hope that over the last two years with the Cult of Learning, we really hope that we have helped you um, embrace, or adapt, or change, or be more flexible. With your mindset. Right, Mike? Amen. 100%. Mike, that's it. We are done for 2022. Um, we would like to Woo. thank everyone. Who listens to the Cult of Learning. We're very, very um, happy. With your listenership. Uh, we've had great feedback over the years. Um, the last two years with this podcast. And we don't know what 2022. Um, holds for us. But uh we're, 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 I think we're both excited to see what's yeah, going to happen next year.
0: We're ready to welcome it with open hearts and open minds and see where it takes us. Yeah.
1: Exactly. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, happy holidays to all of you listening.
0: Take care, everyone. Happy holidays. You've been listening to Teacher Talking Time, brought to you by Learn Your English. Ready to take control of your education? You're in the right place. Teaching, professional development, learning. Expand your world with Learn Your English.